0: Welcome to the Author Ads Academy podcast. This is episode number 16. I'm your host, Matt Holmes, and as always, I wanted to be spending some time with you today, and I'm really grateful that you've decided to dedicate some time to listen to me, so I hope you're having a fantastic week. Um, today, what I'm gonna be doing is sharing how I would spend $50 per day on Amazon ads. So I'll be sharing the campaigns I would run and why I would run them. Now, before we jump into things, if you need something to help you plan, track, and optimize your ads on each of the big three advertising platforms for authors, that's Facebook ads, Amazon ads, and BookBub ads, my free author ads toolkit can help. It's a collection of five different resources. So there's the three by three Facebook ads blueprint. There's a Facebook ads planning tool. There's the ads and royalties tracking tool the audience targeting and tracking tool, as well as the one-page ad strategy template. Now, I've built all these tools myself, and I still use them today on a daily basis. And you can grab them all for free by going to matthewjhomes.com forward slash toolkit. So moving on then, Amazon ads and a budget of $50 per day. As I mentioned in the last few episodes, I like to keep my ads as simple as possible. This helps to be able to see the data clearly and it's not as daunting or you know, overwhelming coming into the ads dashboard. This allows me to come in and optimize the ads effectively and not be bombarded with huge amounts of data. So when spending $50 per day on Amazon ads, I like to have five campaigns. Now the first campaign is a self-targeting campaign and I'll cover all these campaigns in detail in a moment This is just a rundown of the five campaigns. So the first one is a self-targeting campaign with a daily budget of $10 per day. The next two campaigns are two research campaigns, each again with a budget of $10 per day. And the final two campaigns are scaling campaigns. Once again, these have a daily budget of $10 per day. This $50 per day example I'm walking you through here, it's $50 spent on one series of books. Primarily, I like to advertise book one of the series that I'm advertising. And if you're following this structure and you have three series of books, if I were you, I would use this structure for each of those series and put $50 behind each series per day. So that would be a total of $150 per day if you had three series. Now, I say $150 per day or $50 per day. Bear in mind that Amazon ads are notoriously difficult to spend money on, even with a $50 per day budget spread over five campaigns. I'm happy if Amazon has spent 50% of that budget. Now, it's not to say that Amazon won't spend the full $50. They may well spend that $50, but they're likely to spend a lot less than that, depending on how much you're bidding on your targets. Let's now look at each of these campaigns individually. So the first campaign is the self-targeting campaign. And within this campaign, I'm using the ad groups feature of Amazon ads. So I've got one ad group per book in the series that I'm advertising. So for example, ad group one is advertising book one, but the only targets are books two, three, and four, etc. of that same series of books. Book two is a separate ad group targeting books one, three, four, etc. And it goes on like that. Now I'm using ASIN targeting for this self targeting campaign. So I'm being really specific about the books that I want to advertise on, and I'm also making sure that I'm advertising the ebook version of the book I'm advertising. For example, I'm advertising the ebook version of book one of the series, and I'm targeting the ebook versions of books two, three, four, etc. You could do this where you're advertising the paperback version, and if you do that, then you want to be targeting the paperback versions of your other books. Now, why do I even recommend having a self-targeting campaign with your Amazon ads? Because you might be thinking that, oh, well, my books are already in the also bought, the also-viewed, the also-read. And I've got this series ribbon on the page as well with all the books in. Why do I need to advertise the books as well? Which is a really good question. And my answer to that, if you like, is that there are a lot of books, a lot of other books on your book product page on Amazon. And these self-targeting ads that we're talking about here, they allow you to take up more real estate on your own book product page. Now, these campaigns can work incredibly well. And for most genres, they aren't too expensive either. So these are really good grounding for Amazon ads and these can just be running in the background all the time. And they won't need much tweaking, really. I come in once a week and just look how they're performing and maybe tweak the bid slightly. And then if a new book is launching the series, then I'll add that into the campaign as well as a separate ad group. And also add that new book as a target for all the other ad groups in that campaign. So moving on then, the research campaigns. So the first research campaign is targeting keywords and we're targeting author names. The second research campaign is again keyword targeting, but this time we're targeting genre and trope keywords. Each campaign has a daily budget of $10 per day And we'll start with the first research campaign, which is targeting relevant authors to your books. So as I mentioned before, I don't like targeting book titles with keywords as there are so many books out there that are in completely different genres and yet have the same book title. So I don't like targeting book titles with keywords, but authors can work really, really well. So how do you find these author names? The most important thing really is to make sure that they're relevant to the book that you're advertising. So places I like to start are in the also-boughts of your books, as well as in the top 100 list for the categories that your books are listed in. These are generally really relevant to your books. Not always, not in every case, but there's a good chance that they will be relevant and it's worth testing them. If there's something in there that's a bit obscure to you maybe in the top 100 or in your also-boughts, Don't bother putting that in. If you don't think it's relevant, Amazon's not going to think it's relevant, so I wouldn't bother with those. But the ones that are relevant to your books, then add them in. Use them and test them. Another great place to look is on Goodreads and using the Listopia list for your genre and find relevant authors in those lists that you can use. Now, when I'm doing this research, I'm adding all of these keywords, all of these author names, into my audience targeting and tracking sheet. And this is the sheet that you can get access to inside my author ads toolkit by going to matthewjhomes.com forward slash toolkit. Now with bidding, I generally take the approach of starting the bids high and then lowering them over time to find the sweet spot, if you like, of a good CPC. So a good cost per click. That's within my parameters and a good conversion rate. Ideally, I like to see one in 15. So by one in 15, I mean, one sale for every 15 clicks of any one target or author. You could be stricter than one in 15, and some authors like to be even less strict, if you like, and go for one in 20. So one sale every 20 clicks, rather than one in 15 or one in 10. But I'd like to leave it at one in 15 for my research campaigns, and then I use one in 10 for my scaling campaigns, but we'll discuss that further in a moment. Now, the second research campaign is targeting relevant genres or tropes or other keywords that readers might search for to find books like yours. So I start by writing down all the search terms that come into my head and I add them to the audience targeting and tracking sheet and then I type in those keywords into the Amazon search bar and use the auto-suggestions that Amazon provides to find even more juicy keywords I could use in the campaign. For example, if I typed in urban fantasy into the search bar, I get suggestions from Amazon such as urban fantasy romance, urban fantasy wolves romance and urban fantasy harem. So if any of these suggestions are relevant to the book that I'm advertising, I add them into my spreadsheet. Yes, this is a long process, but there is an alternative. I like to use Publisher Rocket, which is an amazing tool for keyword research for Amazon ads, and it's created by Dave Chesson and his team over at kindlepreneur.com. And you can grab a copy of Publisher Rocket by going to matthewjhomes.com forward slash rocket. Now, full disclaimer, this is an affiliate link, and if you do decide to purchase Publisher Rocket through my link, I will earn a small commission from that, but it is at no additional cost to yourself. If you'd rather not go through my link, that's totally fine too. I just wanted to let you know that this is an affiliate link. Now with Publisher Rocket, you put in your keyword, for example, urban fantasy, and this amazing tool will do all the hard work for you, providing you with a list of search terms that you can use inside your Amazon ads campaigns. There are also lots of other cool features of Publisher Rocket, but the keyword research tool for Amazon ads is the one that I use a lot of the time. With bidding, Once again, I start high around the top of Amazon's suggested bid range, and then I lower it over time to find the sweet spot. As I mentioned earlier, then we have two scaling campaigns. Now, the first one is targeting keywords that have generated good sales and page reads with a profitable CPC, cost per click. And the other scaling campaign is targeting ASINs, so that's product targeting, again, that have generated good sales and page reads with a profitable cost per click. Now, where do you find these ASINs and these keywords that have generated sales and page reads? Well, you find them in the search terms report of your research campaigns, which is a tab inside the campaign settings that you can look at down the left-hand side of your screen. Now, these scaling campaigns are where only your most profitable targets live. And within these campaigns, your budget doesn't have to be spread so far as the research campaigns because you only have a very few select targets within each campaign. Now, over time, of course, there are going to be more targets added, but you can increase the budget to cover these new targets as and when the time is right for you. And generally, after a bit of time, so it could be weeks, it could be months, it could be years even, but targets do tend to sort of fatigue, if you like, and don't perform as well as they once did. That's not always the case, but it does happen that targets just sort of die out almost as the books that you're targeting become less visible on Amazon and there's just more competition, more books being added to Amazon every day and the books you're targeting, the authors you're targeting become less visible. So that's something to keep in mind that even in your scaling campaigns you will find that you're turning ads off or turning targets off should I say that haven't been performing as well. Now I like to bid higher on the targets inside my scaling campaign because I know they work already. And I also negative target these targets that I add into the scaling campaigns in my research campaigns, as well as turn the individual target off within those research campaigns. And this essentially just prevents me from competing with myself and driving up the cost per clicks of my ads. Now, I've mentioned it before, but I'll mention it again because it's really important. Your bids need to reflect your strategy. So Are you looking to be profitable on this book that you're advertising? Or is this book a first in series and it's going to work as a loss leader for you and you'll make your profit on the read-through of the rest of the series? Now, these are just some of the questions you need to ask yourself when deciding how much you want to bid on your targets. Don't just bid the suggested bid that Amazon recommends or hire just because you can. You know, your bid needs to... Align with what you can afford to pay to meet your goals. So that's how I would spend $50 per day on Amazon ads Now as with all my Amazon ads, i leave the campaigns to run for seven days before making any sort of optimization to them such as turning off expensive targets or Targets that haven't generated any or many impressions and I'll also adjust bids of targets where necessary And as I mentioned just now, also adding negative targets. And this is all based on the data I've generated over the past seven days. Now, if some targets haven't generated any clicks at all over the past seven days, what I'll do is increase the bids on those targets by five to 10 cents and just let them run for another week. Now, if after that second week, they still haven't generated any clicks, I'll turn those targets off completely and find some more potential targets to test instead. So that's what I've got for you today. And as always, I've put together show notes for today's episode, which you can access by going to matthewjhomes.com forward slash episode 16. And that's the number 16. If you've got any questions at all about what we've covered today, you can also message me directly from the show notes page. Now, on next week's episode, I'm going to be talking about a topic that can cause a lot of authors to turn their ads off prematurely which can be a dangerous sort of situation to get into. And this topic we're going to be talking about is called ad variance. This is a really important topic to understand if you want to succeed with your ads, which I'm sure you do as you're listening to this podcast. So I'm really looking forward to discussing this with you next week. So if you haven't already done so and you found today's episode valuable, I would really, really appreciate it if you could hit that subscribe button on whichever podcast player you're listening on today. And if you have any author friends who are looking into running ads for their books, please do share this episode with them. That would really mean a lot to me. Thank you so much for your support. And thanks again for listening to today's episode. I Hope you've got massive value out of it. And I'll leave you the same way I leave you every single episode. Have a fantastic week writing, a fantastic week marketing. And I'll see you again for another episode real soon.